0: Welcome back to Mango Talks, where we break the stigma and talk about everything from colorism to toxic aunties. We're your hosts. I'm Elena. And I'm Sushmita. This episode is one that's really personal to us, and I would argue most first-generation kids. Navigating parental relationships. I think most of us experienced a very complicated relationships with our parents. I'm not going to say everyone did, but a lot of people I would say are in like the majority in that case. Yeah
1: especially being like a child from immigrant parents.
0: Yeah and I think there's just so much that comes with it there's like that like generational gap that is with every parent and their mm-hmm. kid but there's a huge like cultural gap coming from a completely different place in an environment where the customs and everything is different to like in our case coming to America and America is so different, different from yeah. like where they are from or at least at the time they were coming now I
1: would say it might be the same yeah but <laughs> at the time we're coming I feel like especially when we're younger it felt like there were two strings pulling on us like one like our parents wanted us to be like more perfect more like the perfect Indian child while like the rest of the world we would get judged at for like bringing our Indian food to school or like wanted us to be more American so it's kind of like we were always stuck in the middle not knowing like which side or who to please. Because there's no way you can make everyone happy.
0: I think you just um told every first generation kids common app best they prompt right there. <laughs> but no, yeah, that is, that's a really true feeling. Especially like trying to assimilate with the culture and going through like, in me and Sushi's case, we're both Indian. Our families like immigrated from India. I came here when I was like
1: one. I was born here oh okay so no I, I wasn't even more than that I, I spent yeah. like the first two years of my life in India well like a year and a half of mm-hmm. my life in India because my parents should be away <laughs>
0: no I um was I came here when I was one I've lived here since I was ba- so basically I've lived here my yeah. whole life but like my parents were really connected with like the Indian culture and the Indian families and like to some extent, I'm really grateful for that because I know a lot of, like, kids who can't even, like, speak their own language mm-hmm. or don't even know their, like, culture. And I'm really, really grateful that my parents emphasized the fact that we had to know our language so much. And, like, I'm, like, fluent in my I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but, like, I, I can speak and I have that connection um, with my family, whatever, because of that. And, like, like with our holidays and our customs. And that's, like, a really big thing, right?
1: No, I usually, I, like, always think about that. Like, we speak, like, our language to the extent we speak it. Like, it can be a little bit broken at times. (laughs) I, like, always wonder what the next generation, like, are they going to speak? Like, the only reason I picked up Telugu, I speak Telugu, is because, like, my parents were talking it to me so much when I was a kid. Like, that was my first language.
0: I feel like that just comes to, like, that's just our responsibility, you know? Just, like, the way they did. Mm -hmm. But, like, my parents did a lot to make sure we were connected to, like, India and Indian culture like even like when we were like just starting off and like starting to settle here every like two years we would go to India Mm. like regardless we would always go to India so we were like connected to the like Indian heritage and family and like our home back there and like you know that like life basically but it was so weird because it's like I feel like when most people just go on like vacation it's like oh it's a vacation but it's like like that when we go visit India it's like it feels like home Yeah. yeah and it's also just like that's the life that I could have lived, you know, yeah. it's like it's like it's just like fate or a random chance that that didn't happen to be the life I'm living. Like that would have been my home. These would have been my friends. This is the school I would have mm-hmm. gone through. Like it's such a weird like feeling being like feeling like you missed out on something, but you also gain something. in return. Yeah, it's, it's just- like
1: crazy. Like I just went to India for like last time I went to India was when I was in seventh grade, so like seven, eight years ago and I just went to India, like, I recently came back, and it was actually such a a shock to me, like, I also had that revelation, like, yeah, of, like, this could have been me, like, the life I could have lived here, and it felt like, like, I was happy I was in America for some reasons, but then I felt guilty for being happy I was in America, because I was, like, why am I, like, why do I not want to be Indian or something, like, Mm -hmm. what is this, but, like, I feel like it's understandable, you know? No, like...
0: wait, for sure. But I think just because of those differences, it's really hard for... And again, like, I'm speaking to my personal experience. um, It's been really hard to, like, have that relationship with your parents because it's just, like, you guys come from such different, like, backgrounds. And there's, like, a lot of things that are similar, but it's just, like... India, back when they left it, like, I don't know... 1990s whatever is so it's not even India now no, it's like not at all. India has modernized so rapidly and it's just so crazy but like America has too and the, they remember India the way they left it in 1990s like they remembered their life and their childhood and like that I think is so valid like I feel like even if I left my home and came back in like 20 years like
1: you would remember it how it was exactly
0: not like my room would be how I remember like I could still picture my room like upstairs like I've been in it since I was whatever like a child and it's changed so many times and I could still tell you exactly how it was like the first time Mm -hmm. I saw it or like the colors of the wall or like the type of dressers because you're connected to like that nostalgia you're connected to that feeling of like how things were and that's how you want to picture it because that's what makes it feel like home yeah and I feel like it's like really scary for our parents because it's like they left um India back in like the 90s and I'm saying India because like what yeah I mean, <laughs> but like they left that country whatever the, at that time and they have that picture of home and then they come here to the US where they basically have to start over with like nothing. Mm, literally. They have
1: no language. We're not even going to talk about the racial issues but like Especially at the time that I feel like our parents came, like, there weren't that many Indians. Like, no, not at all. Like,
0: very, very limited.
1: like, it was first of all, it was not that easy to come to America, like drop everything and leave. And then like, imagine how big of a decision that was, yeah. like, just coming to America in the first place. And on top of that, raising children, like, I feel yeah. like,
0: no, that's crazy.
1: Like, we have to, like, they were trying to raise their children, they're trying to give a better life for yeah. their children. but Also trying to, keep them in touch with their culture and at times and I think we were like their way of also staying yeah. in touch with their, their culture yeah. yeah like I feel like teaching us like the language like speaking us to only in our mother tongue was like a way of making like a home outside of India mm-hmm. like my mom always tells me this even now she's like can somebody please talk to me in Telugu like it's so exhausting for me to speak in English like all day long like I cannot do it anymore like it doesn't feel as natural as like Telugu does it's like like you know how we think in English, yeah. right? And like speaking another language, it's like it's not as natural because our thoughts are in English, but like their thoughts are in their yeah. Like no, for sure. Legume, like,
0: I always think of, um, if you've seen Modern Family, you know the line that like Sofia says yeah. where she's like, like, I am so smart in Spanish. Do you know how hard it is to like translate like every yeah. little thing? I probably butchered that up. But if you like seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And I think that's what our parents and like most first generation like immigrants have felt for so long. And that just like, I don't know that must be exhausting like that feeling and my my mom talks about it like when she came here like I would argue with her I'm like bro like of all the places you could choose in the U.S. why would you choose like a place that has like seasonal like bipolar disorder like this is like such a bad place right it's like so cold whatever right um and she's like we didn't even know like I couldn't tell you what states or what when I came here like which is so like crazy to me like they ended up coming and landing in Florida and they didn't know like the difference between the states they couldn't they didn't know the weather like and it's just like so crazy and then my mom came to the U.S. after having me like just like a month or two after having me she had to leave me and her like like new husband basically and come to a country where she knew nothing she didn't know the language she left like her baby and her family and everything so soon and she had to start over by herself and she she couldn't even tell the like states like she didn't know anything and that is so terrifying that must have been your mom came alone the first time yeah she came alone and she was here for one year alone that's crazy before because she came through at the time my mother came it was uh i want to say 2006 right because i i i want to say that um and she basically had came through a nursing program because the U.S. had a large shortage of nurses and she came to be a nurse through I don't remember the whatever organization so because of that she came with I think a green card so that was like the good thing about it but like um she had to leave everything and they basically told her like what state she'd be in or whatever she had a preference but again it didn't matter mm-hmm. if she didn't know the states you know and so yeah she ended up in Florida and she remember like I remember her being like oh yeah they try to take us to like Disney World and all these like touristy places and it like didn't matter like I was like so depressed mentally that I couldn't even enjoy any of those things yeah. because and it's like I don't think I could do it like I, I could not be as brave or like I don't think I have half the courage that she did in order to leave all that and come here. And then after one year, me and my dad came, and then
1: like we came here and we moved to where we are now,
0: and we've been here since. since.
1: A whole year without family is actually wild. Like I don't know how your like your mom must be so strong. Like if I just think about it, even if I moved to India now and like leave my life here, like I still have family there, and it's not like as foreign of a country. Mm-hmm. But like this would have been like a like completely new and a spe- I just. I wonder like what sort of like discrimination she faced back then especially being alone not knowing the language as well and like like coming here without family like I wonder how she dealt with that and especially
0: I feel like working in like the medical industry like everything is so fast-paced mm-hmm. everyone is like like
1: doctors nurse it's so like and people are so rude to nurses too
0: exactly I can't even I don't know I can't imagine it and I think like my dad also he had such a good position back in India as like he was working as like a chef for um he was actually i think in Saudi and he was working as a chef for like one of the palaces like it was like he was like chilling like this was such a comfortable position and he basically had to leave all of that and come here and basically have his degree be like useless He had to, like, take, like, night school while he was watching, like, me and my sister because my mom was working, like, or, like, no, my dad was taking schools while, like, community college while he was watching us because my mom was working night shifts. So, like, he had to, like, take his degree again, basically, over here to even have it be, like, valid for anything. And for so long, he did, like, catering from our basement because it's, like, the only, like, thing he had to do. Like, that's just so crazy, just coming from such a good position,
1: like, losing it all. Yeah. It's actually crazy for me. Like, my dad came here when he was, like, younger. I think he was, like, a teenager because his uncles, like, both of his uncles, they settled here. They were doctors here. They have family here. And um, so my dad came here when he was, like, 15. He, like, was the only sibling. He has um five siblings, and he's the middle child, right? So he picked it. He dropped everything, came here. Like, he had two years of college, and he was, like, he said he hated it. Like, he made a deal with his uncle that if he could not stand this for a year he would go back to India. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Because, like, he had his friends there. He was the only sibling here. And he was like, I hate America. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was him. And, um, like, he enrolled in college here. And he just decided to settle here because I think he was somehow convinced that, like, it would be a better future mm-hmm. than what they had in India. Like, my dad still always tells me this. He's like, personally, I really liked India, like, for its family, its community. Like, I love living there. Like, it yeah. was my favorite. like my childhood there was my favorite. But he said, if I want to like become someone in India, like they it's not it's so much harder mm-hmm. to step out of like what you were born into in India than it is here. Like you That's can create true. your own opportunities here. But in India, like if you were born into a rich family, you're gonna be in India, rich. you need connections. like anything literally. and everything needs connections. like you can be the smartest kid, like literally the smartest kid, and still it'll be like, super hard for you to make it like yeah. to not be a farmer just because of like that's been in your family for so long you don't know anyone like you need mm-hmm. connections so like he's like this is a land of opportunity like you can do anything here and like that's what he always tells me whenever I'm like I do not know what to do in college like I'm literally screwed like my teacher is screwed and then he's like like you have nothing to worry about like you can make something out of anything here
0: I feel like that's also very true for our parents and just like I feel like first generation parents just have just had this huge like capitalistic idea, and it's like not even wrong. Like I can't even like argue with them because to them, this is the land of opportunity. Yeah. This is the land that allowed them to reshape their entire life and give them a future that they they couldn't imagine for themselves. Like what is like when me and my like me and my dad argue about this a lot, like when we talk about like workers' rights and like workers' wages, I'll argue a lot. I'll be like, you have to raise the minimum wage blah, blah blah like we'll argue about it And my dad will be like he'll be like no because at least they have that job like at least they can live off of that yeah. it's at least something and it's just like I just sit back and I'm like we have such different like thinking what? because his mindset is like the one he came here with it like at least he's lucky to have that and mine I am privileged and like like fortunate enough to be able to be like no like you know the standards should be raised because I wouldn't accept those standards yeah and I have the privilege to be like no I would not accept it I have the language like communication to be like no I want to change that but when they came here they didn't so those standards or whatever that was set for them is what they had to follow like and that's just like so crazy
1: you know like something I recently found out when I went to India was like everyone that comes to India on like a student visa like one of my cousins and in just trying to do that. They are not allowed to work here legally, like, on a job outside. Mm -hmm. And, like, but they still do. But they do it, like, illegally. And how they do it is because they accept, like, lower than minimum wage. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I was talking to, like, my uncle about it. And he was saying, like... Well, at least I had that job. Like, I was super grateful for it. Like, I didn't say anything. My boss didn't say anything. And it was, like, a job that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise.
0: So many people scam these people, like, scam these kids, though. And it's so fucking, like, messed up. Because it's, like, if all the people you're going to scam, you're going to scam, like, the immigrant, like, children that are coming here. Like, with no, like, experience. Because we run, like, a small restaurant, right? And, like, so we know, like, other restaurants, whatever. And we had, like, at one point, we had a lot of those type of kids working. And we, like like my dad had great conditions for them right like they could basically do whatever they wanted we didn't really care like they were really close to us and like they literally like sleep over at our house or whatever like if they had to go get up early in the next day like these were like these like kids whatever would stay at my house my dad still is in touch with them like these kids have become like doctors and whatever and they'll still come to the restaurant and say hi they'll still call my dad to like update him on things right and it's like it's really sweet but I remember they would complain about like their other friends who were working at like other restaurants who'd be getting scammed for their money or whatever and it's like you're already like they were working like their friends were working lower than minimum wage and still getting scammed for that which is like so fucked up and it's just like I don't think I will ever understand the amount of like struggle that our parents went through like I don't think that I will ever experience it and I'm really fortunate that I won't experience it but like there is just gonna be that huge divide in like our mentality because like we'll just never really been
1: through is different yeah exactly and I feel like culturally too like I feel like America is more cons- I mean um India is more conservative back then oh yeah like and then like even now it's more conservative than mm-hmm. America I feel is like right it
0: depends where you are yeah
1: and in India, you're so like diverse like but- Mumbai is fine mm-hmm but then but generally like, yeah. yeah but then you go to like like I live in a smaller town in India but like people don't really wear sleeveless stuff there like it's like it's like that you know um but like there's like a funny story of when my mom first moved to America so my dad just got married right and then his cousin who was born and brought up in America so he speaks Telugu, like I speak Telugu which is like not that great like broken <laughs> yeah like broken Telugu with like a white person accent um so like he also recently got married. So my mom was um like with like his wife, right? And they were like holding hands and just like walking because it's like normal in India and like right. it's normal for us too, right? And like the first the first experience that they had was like in New York, right? And <laughs> oh. you know what was happening um in New York during the time. It was like a pride parade. Really- it was a pride parade. So they were just standing there holding hands and like people were walking around like also holding hands you know everyone was wearing like super colorful so, things right and they were just like
0: right crazy. and then
1: like someone in the crowd was like oh my god come join come join really? yeah and then like my my mom like still laughs about this like all the time I heard this from like my aunt my mom didn't tell me this but I told her this and she still laughs about it that's so funny but it's like like that was their first experience and first outlook in America and the way they were shocked like my dad was saying like they were laughing so hard like him and his cousin were laughing so hard looking at their faces
0: yeah (laughs) no that's actually crazy there's really so many stories like that like oh like my parents always talk about um when they first came here in India if like a cop comes up to you you get out of the car like it's disrespectful if you don't get out of the car and like it's It'll end up worse for you. But here, obviously, you stay in the car and you remain, like, seated until they come, right? Otherwise, they think, like, they have a gun on you. And my parents didn't know this. And so, like a cop pulled them over, or whatever, right? And they got out of the car, and they got <laughs> a gun pulled on them so bad. And then they were like, and then the cop realized that they didn't speak English or whatever, and they were like, oh, like I needed to like sit them down and you need to explain to them, and they like laugh at it now. But I'm just like thinking that's so, that's scary. so like, scary. Oh my god! Imagine being in a new country, you don't know the language, and the first thing that happens when you like meet an authority figure is like they pull the police, a gun on yeah. you, like fuck. I would have fainted right there, like. props to them
1: frightening Right? right
0: i know but i think it's just like i think that's why like a lot of like kids like struggle though because like we understand the sacrifices our parents made we understand like the trauma that they endured but at the same time it's like that shit has also caused like trauma and struggles for us right and that's not always like validated so there's like that cut between the generations like you don't understand me and they're like you're not grateful for what we did and that's like I feel like that's an argument that like so many kids have and it's like it's not at least like whatever and like the way I've seen it it's like it's not that we're not grateful for what they have done because I don't think there's even like words to express how grateful we are but at the same time it feels like very invalidating when your struggles or your trauma is not like accepted even if it's like Like smaller in comparison to theirs right like i feel like there's so many kids that i know struggle with like mental health or like ed or like other shit that's like um
1: not normalized yeah
0: or like not as talked about or even like struggling with their like sexuality like that shit is not talked about or like it's it's so difficult having to talk to them because how do you explain yeah yeah it's like first you it's like like the reverse like you have to like explain the situ. like you have to explain the thing and then you can explain the situation yeah like um like me and my mom got into like kind of a heated discussion recently like probably like a month or so ago but this like struck with me so hard because we were like I don't remember how it even started. Like I sort of got it was like supposed to like a normal conversation and then it just got heated. <laughs> but we were just talking about like like our childhood and all this shit, right? And my mom was like I don't I don't remember how it happened, but she was like you went through so much as a kid and you didn't tell us or whatever, right? And I was like yeah I mean I guess that's true but I was also like I was just like that's like in the past like why are we yeah. bringing this up like whatever it's in the past like who cares about the shit that happened like in middle school or like elementary school whatever it's so irrelevant now and she's just like like um, you didn't tell us anything like you didn't tell us about like any struggles you faced or any like racist jokes or anything that happened to you you didn't tell us so you cut us off from that culture and understanding that side of you completely and I was literally, like, speechless. I literally had to be, like, like, I just had to take a second because I was, like, I don't even know how to process that because I was just, like, she's not wrong because I feel like a lot, like, she's, like, when we don't tell them things a lot of the times, like, oh, you get in a relationship or, like, you're struggling with your mental health or, I don't know, when you're little, like, some kid says a racist joke, things like that, small things, whatever, when you don't tell them, they have they don't have a way to understand because they're connected through american culture basically through you yeah. just like the way you're connected to your like ethnicity through them so like it it goes like both ways and when we cut them off and then we're like oh my parents are so indian oh or like whatever oh my parents are modernized it's also like our fault cuz we like, haven't given them a chance yeah. to assimilate but I also remember when I was little having so many like arguments about small things like what I'm wearing or shit like that. I remember it was so exhausting trying to tell them like this stuff doesn't matter. Like if I wear a tank top around the house it does not matter you know because like they're thinking in that like mindset and they've changed a lot from it but I also think back how I was literally like eight or nine trying to like argue with this you know and that's exhausting like that much responsibility or like that much like I don't know that's just
1: really on a child especially I feel like you just automatically assume like other things that you're trying to talk to, to them with just they like, would probably yeah like not exactly. listen that much
0: it's like if I can't even tell you about like my clothing choices or whatever like yeah if, like if it's something that
1: small how am I gonna tell you about like the guy I'm talking to exactly like, it's just such a and there's like literally like yeah like I guess, like, you'd like your mom is 100% right, like, 100% valid in that. But, like, also, like, being the kid you are and, like, telling your parents, like, that and not knowing how it's gonna go, like, it could go completely backwards and make things so much yeah. harder for you. Is like, completely understandable because you didn't really know. Like, I guess, like, it's your parents also didn't really, or, like, you know, parents don't also put it out there. Like, you can mm-hmm. talk to me. Oh, no. You can tell me sure. anything
0: that's definitely not a thing
1: like you can like so many i see so many movies and like <laughs> so many like white people they'll be like you know my parents tell me like you can tell me anything like like whatever it is i just want to know mm-hmm. right that's not something with indian parents if you drink you can't tell them like <laughs> yeah it's yeah, like, like i don't know it like honestly i feel like it depends because it's so different from like parent to parent like if i go back to like a couple years ago, like like when I was in middle school or a kid, right? Like my parents would not have been for like LGBTQ or mm-hmm. like any of that. Like they would have been completely against it, right? I feel like now they've kind of like opened their mind a bit more. But to the extent where like I'm arguing with my dad and like my arguments will reach the point where like, why do you care? Like it's not yeah. your life. Yeah. And like, that's the one thing we can settle on, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I think... No, when I think back to how my parents were or is how they are now, they have grown so much like exponentially in so many ways they've like, opened up like uh, like literally my non-Indian boyfriend comes to my house whenever he wants. He stays here literally like he has stayed here at my house like watching a movie with my dad and my mom till like one o'clock and he'll just like go home, whatever. And like I can't even imagine that when I was like in elementary school or like middle school i i can't i like can't even like imagine that would happen or like that would be okay like that's just so crazy to me and it's like true yeah they that's like so much growth on their part and that's like so much thing but at the same time it's like how many hard conversations did we have like how many times did I have to like fight and argue just to like have you hear like one thing I'm trying to Mm -hmm. say you know like what like whatever it be about like whatever LGBTQ mental health whatever like how many times did we have to like argue to like have you convinced that what I'm saying is like somewhat valid
1: no yeah I feel like talking with your parents about these hard topics especially like indian parents or like immigrant parents like it's so hard because they always think that they're right like they'll like they won't even hear your side for the most part they'll just keep arguing their side like you're a kid like you should listen to me like blah 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 blah. and it's because that's the way they were raised exactly like if i just like wonder if my parents ever argued back to their parents right? and like what the cultural changes were from like their like our grandparents generations to like their generation yeah. right and I like wonder if like what made them conform to like certain things and then pass on that generational trauma no there is us.
0: so much like generational trauma I feel like with because like our parents are like reacting the same way that their parents react and you know and their parents were for them and they're following those rules and like with each generation it gets slightly slightly progressive but this was all happening in like one country so the progression isn't like still relatively slow and then all of a sudden they're like kids are thrown into a complete different country and that progression is kind of like forced to happen, basically. And I feel like oh sorry, I actually scratched myself. <laughs> but that um generational trauma is definitely still here. Like I feel it so much. Like when I'm like arguing or in a fight and I have like these like like tendencies to like yell or um yell or be really defensive to get my like point across or whatever I have to literally like take a second and be like oh my god like this is not how you react like I have to like um especially like when I argue with my boyfriend he like he'll literally just be like okay like I think you need a second like whatever because he doesn't like come from a family like that so the arguments are very different we don't like you don't have people being like yelling like that's not like a thing like yelling and shouting like that's not a thing but like in my family, like, when we argue, or, like, most, I feel like, immigrant families, when I've seen them, like, argue, it is yelling, like, it is yelling, it's shouting, it's very, like, defensive, it's not, like, let's sit down, let's have a conversation, you know, there, there is no that side, but, so, when we argue, like, I'll literally have to, like, relearn how to argue, or, like, rethink what I'm trying to say, because I'll have to be, like, you know what, I'm really heated right now, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have yelled, like, let me take a second, and, like, I, like, it's just, it's just like relearning everything that you think you should have already learned like yeah
1: I feel like like emotional maturity and like is so different in different cultures like how people communicate like exactly what you were saying and I feel like catching yourself first of all is like such a hard thing to do and like such a good thing to do too there's
0: definitely times where it's after the argument that I yeah
1: (laughs) and it's like it's like one thing to understand like our childhood is not, like, a normal childhood that you see in, like, the movies when you're growing up. It's, like, it's not normal to tell your parents, oh, my God, I have a crush, or your parents to be like, oh, my God, she has a crush, or this is my first boyfriend, say hi, Um, this is my prom date, say hi, or, like, things like that, or, like, breaking up, like, I feel like it's all super, like, different. Like, one thing, like, I always think about, like, if I did have a boyfriend, and, like, If we did break up, I wonder if my parents would have been like, I told you so. Or they would have been like comforting,
0: (laughs) you know? But I think that at the same time, like, they want to know these things. It's just they don't also know how to hear the truth. It's like they want to know the truth. They just don't know how to accept it sometimes. And I think it leads to like a lot of resentment on both sides. Because as a parent, you want your kids to tell you everything you want to feel connected to them and you want to like be there, you know, to help them whatever. But at the same time, like when they're telling you something that you don't like, how do you draw the line of like actually being there for them and also like parenting them, you know? Yeah. And that like leads to like a lot of resentment on their sides. And then on your side, you're just like already struggling with like the cultural differences and all the other bullshit. And you're just like, I just need like someone to listen to me.
1: I feel like what they might be thinking, like I feel like, they always fall into the trap of comparing how big their problems were to our problems but I feel like you can never compare problems because every single problem that someone experiences is big like let's say you went through like a very traumatic death okay and then like the next day like you fail a test and like it's not as hard for you because you already dealt with that death but let's say like there's a friend on the side right like that would like that was one of the hardest things that they face in their life, like losing their grades and things like that. And like the problem would have felt like the same because, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the hardest thing that yeah. they face. Like, it would hurt just as much. Like, as objectively,
0: I- one seems a lot worse, yeah. but like emotionally to them, like yeah. it'll
1: it'll be like this is the hardest thing I face because it is the most painful thing they face, even if their most painful thing isn't as your isn't as painful as your most painful yeah, thing. Like, you like can't compare trauma. Exactly. exactly. Compare and I feel like pain. parents. Fall into that trap a lot. They're like, you're not grateful, or like what you were mm-hmm. saying, like, like I went through it harder. Like, why is this kid complaining about like, like having like Indian food for lunch? I mean, I guess complaining about Indian food for lunch—that's something you need to work on a little bit. Wait, because Indian food but, is amazing. Yeah. I really about, but, um, but like something else that they would consider, yeah, sort of like small, like mental health or like.
0: Oh, you said okay well get over it yeah like just be
1: happy like it's not that hard like
0: (laughs) (laughs) but no I think that's definitely true yeah and it's really hard to like set that boundaries and like break that generational trauma because it just comes from so much like self-awareness and so much work on your part and but I think it's really important because like I feel like once that happens like I don't know like I, I for some people I feel like you just have to get to the point where you're not like living in the same home with your parents you know like and that gives you like a sense of freedom and then you can have these conversations and have like a safe space to go you know Like yeah. you don't have to just like worry about it like ending really badly but I think there's just so much like accepting of shit and like so much having to like relearn and rethink and reteach reteach yourself and just think about how you affect other people like I always worry about like if I ever had kids like what generational trauma that I would carry on with them like what would I project to them or like not even to them like like I said like my boyfriend or my friends like when we argue or we fight whatever it's like how much am I projecting that that wasn't actually me but like
1: that I was taught yeah that's actually really crazy to think about because like if I think back to, like times I've argued with my like friends over little things like 99 percent of the time like you can always catch something coming from like yourself like your yeah. insecurities mm-hmm. like what your parents didn't tell you yeah about like how to deal with arguments how to deal with emotions how to deal with people I feel like that's one thing like often like as immigrant children like we can feel emotionally alone like a lot especially growing up you know like like we will go to school face bullying come home and not say anything or like we will feel really upset or like do bad on a test and like come home and be afraid to tell our parents because it's like a commonality like you know Mm -hmm. like stereotypically they will not take your bad grade very well
0: also like I don't know like the like how you were saying before like you can't compare anyone else's pain whatever I feel like like, when I was little or whatever, like, oh, some kid made, like, a racist comment or whatever. Like, how am I, so- like, in my head, it was, like, how am I even supposed to compare that or tell that to, like, someone who endured, like, ten times as much as me and came here? Like, I was, like, this is such a small thing. They experienced so much worse, you know? Yeah. Like, you- like even if they're not comparing it, I feel like there's definitely been times where I compared, like, whatever I was Like, doing why here. am I? Yeah. It's and like- then you feel guilty. Yeah. And then it's, like, no, my problems don't matter as much. Oh, like oh I'm stressing about like mental health or whatever like oh that doesn't matter as much like they experienced so much worse like I've never had to go through like what they had to go through but also when it comes to mental health I think it's really like special because I think they probably experienced the same like issues or similar issues they just didn't have the language to like say that like they experienced that like sadness or whatever and they didn't have the language to be like oh my god I was experiencing like depression exactly They, they didn't have like they didn't the have a way to yeah or like they didn't have a way to communicate like i'd be really surprised like if my mother wasn't like literally depressed when she came to the u.s i mean like not even like postpartum depression but like just leaving your newborn child like one year old baby and like your whole family and your like new husband and just like starting all over like bro like there's no way you didn't face like depression or like going to work in you know, a like like an American hospital like that is a very like fast-paced like environment there's no way you didn't experience like anxiety you yeah. know like and a really cool thing about like mental illness sometimes is like it's inherited like it's mm-hmm. not always just like I mean I feel like this is a really big yeah, topic yeah. and like I'm not qualified to speak on it but like there has definitely been like research that has proven that like mental illness can be inherited, can be inherited. and a lot of times it's just one generation doesn't have the language to
1: to yeah so when yeah I feel like especially now like we don't even realize it but like there's so much so many resources that we have like on the internet books people telling us what our emotions are like so many self-help youtube videos and I think like if I didn't have that would I even know right what I was feeling was like jealousy and jealousy is bad or like that I was depressed like thinking back like in middle school, when I wasn't, like, as connected with the world, I guess, like, I didn't even realize, but only when I went to high school did I realize that I was probably, like, slightly depressed when I was in middle school. Like, I wouldn't shower, mm-hmm. at, like, for, like, you know, I wouldn't shower every single day because i will just be, it would take so much effort just to get out of bed, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I didn't even realize at the time, like, I was probably depressed, Yeah, you know? Like, I didn't feel like taking care of myself. But, like, it's so crazy to think about it like that's probably how our parents felt they like they had the all the same like symptoms like everything but they just didn't know what it was yeah. and if you don't know what it was right and then we go and tell them hey like I feel really depressed like this is how I feel like like what <laughs> no you don't like yeah. I felt like you before and like it wasn't depression yeah. you know
0: yeah but I really think about it like how many times am I like reliving something that my parents already lived and we are just communicating it differently like how many times am I like fighting the way they fought or like acting the way they did or choosing a choice that they would have like chosen whatever because like I feel like sometimes we're just so similar but yet so different
1: I feel like one very like good way to communicate with your parents is like ask them about their lives.
0: Oh my God. Yes. It's my favorite thing to hear like family stories and family trauma. Oh
1: like I low key love hearing about like when I went to India, that's all I asked like my grandparents. I'd be like, hey, so like like cause like in Indian movies you see all like the curved knives people fighting and it's like <laughs> hey did things like that actually happen and they'd be like yeah you know like my uncle's brother was killed because yeah,
0: he was like, some, like crazy like, stories it's like my third cousin twice removed, father's <laughs> sister was you know actually murdered
1: <laughs> yeah and they're like they're like you think this they, they stage it like this person fell in the well but no he was murdered yeah. right and that was like an actual story I heard and I'm like wait what like what did you go through it's, like it's crazy <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Like, um, sometimes when I ask my parents about these things, and they're like telling me these things, I'm like, wow, like, they don't know so much about me. But it's also like, I don't know so much about them, you know, it's like, and then I feel like really like, guilty and sad, because I'm like, wow, like, I just, it feels really like disconnecting and just like disheartening being like, oh, I don't have that connection. Like, it's not just like, because it's, like, when I cut them, like, not cut them off, but, like, when I distanced myself, whatever, like, emotionally, they, like, they, they, they were forced to do the same, like, like, I would, like, like, think about it now, like, I would totally love to tell my kids, like, stories from, like, high school, or, like, stories from middle school, like, I would love to tell them about the things I did, or, like, whatever crap, right, and I'm sure, like, they felt that way, too, right, because, like, at one point, they were young, at one point, they were, like, teenagers, at one point, they were confused about where their life would be, and, like, I bet they would totally want to share those things right yeah
1: and especially because I feel like stories get lost with people yeah like if you do not ask your parents if you don't ask your grandparents like their time is actually so different and like like your kids won't have to face that again we won't have to face that again so I feel like hearing them out listening to their stories is like one really good way to connect like if you ask people like ask them about themselves like you know especially if they're like not as like emotionally educated on like feelings and how to communicate with their own children I feel like if you take the initiative talk to your parents and like ask them about their childhood like you can get some sort of understanding yeah you know and like some sort of closure for yourself and be like and they'll tell you like yeah like when I you know came from America like I was away from all my family like I felt so homesick like I wanted to go back so bad like I literally just there wasn't a single day that I was happy. I hated the food here and, like, all of that. And you realize, wow, like, like, that's kind of similar to this thing, I feel, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Even, like, yeah, just understanding the good thing, like, the, their good memories and their bad memories. It's just, like, such a validating feeling. You just, like, feel more connected and you feel like, like, and there's going to be times, like, even when things are good for a bit and you, like, have that, like, peace. I feel like there's going to be times where, um... You're, like, expecting something to go wrong. where Because, like, a lot of cases, I feel like a lot of kids feel that, like, chaos is comfort and peace actually, like, freaks them out. Like, when things are really calm, when things are quiet, it's actually more, like, weird. Because it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, things are about to go wrong. Like, something's about to happen. someone's about to cause a
1: fight. Like, why are they being nice to me? (laughs) Yeah, like,
0: when things are, like, chaos and, like, not chaos, (laughs) that's not, (laughs) when things are chaotic and things are a little bit more, like, crazy, that is the normal and that's what you're used to but it doesn't have to be. And I think that's such a like important realization to have. And just having that like sense of like acceptance for the whole situation that like understanding where your parents are coming from and also
1: like validating like yourself and your hurt, you know? Yeah. And honestly, I feel like it's important to understand where your parents are coming from, but it's also important to not like let go of yourself in that situation. Like Like, yeah, you may feel some sort of guilt, but, like, try not to. Because this is a life that your parents wanted for you, if you think about it. Like, they came to this country for you, you know, to give you opportunities. So, like, if you're feeling emotions, like, don't push it away. Like, if you're upset about something, you're like, dang it, like, my parents probably had it worse. Like, don't push it away. Like, feel your emotions, Mm -hmm. work through it, or else it'll literally just build up and explode in your face.
0: And don't take, like, them for granted. I think it's, it's, I think it's okay to completely, like, like, not forgive or forget, like, the pain that you have felt, either through them, like, directly or indirectly. I think that's really important, like, to understand that that happened. You can't just, like, forget it or, like, shove it under, which I feel like is, like, are always, like, our tendency to do. Just, like, bury that shit in the past. It's like, oh, it's the past. I don't want to talk about it. But... Yeah, just learning to be at acceptance with the shit that's happened and then like slowly, like emotionally work on opening up is important, I think.
1: Yeah. And like, I feel like, especially with your parents, like they are your family and they will stay with you for the rest of your life. So I feel like it's a relationship worth, you know, like savoring and like healing and trying to work on. Cause like, just like any relationship, relationships with parents can be complicated and tricky. But I think understanding their background is a great step to healing. And this doesn't mean forgetting the pain it might have caused, but just coming to acceptance of the fact that there has been hurt on both sides of the relationship and what you choose to do with it, either work on that relationship or move on, are both like valid options. In some cases, it can just be a relationship worth fighting for but others like maybe not, like maybe your parents and your relationship is different. And that's something only like you really will understand. So like just seeing where you stand is super important. Um, Anyways, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Mango Talks. We love you and see you next month.